that looks like the airplane. That's that is the airplane. The I airplane. asked the guy. That's the airplane. That's the airplane. That's the yellow Highlander that uh, from what's called Just Aircraft is the name of the manufacturer. That's, That's the one that was famous on YouTube because the guy was like landing off mountains in the middle of nowhere. And his most famous one was the Dead Stick Takeoff, yeah. where he rolled down the hill, took off, flew down into the valley, way down around and over and under, and landed on the beach. And, and came to a stop, and only then did he start the engine. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's, river. that's the airplane a river right sandbar. There. That's a cool airplane. It is a cool airplane. When we uh, when we were down when I we flew with uh, when I flew with Amy down in Florida and we were talking about you know you get Kit Fox you had, she was recommending this airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kit Planes put me in it for a magazine article some years ago. Yeah. I flew it and it's stable mate and uh, they're both really nice airplanes. Mm-hmm. This one uh, with the uh, Jabiru engine the six cylinder in it it's mm-hmm. got. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's a bit, so it's a. Uh, it looks a little bit like a Kit Fox. Uh, this particular one's got big balloon tires on it, uh, which makes sense with given its uh, well, its proclivities. Given the train, terrain that he was yeah. flying. Yeah, but uh, you can get it on normal wheels and and, and tires. That's that's or, pretty or cool. amphib floats. Pretty cool airplane. Although it's got a little bit of uh, I don't know what you want to call it. You know, uh, hanger rash, tie down rash. Yeah, tie down rash, field rash. Because it gets flung. No, no, it entirely no. got blown over by the wind. The corn, the, t- the wingtips kind of crumpled. Crumpled. And there's a little note there that says, "This was not a ground loop." <laughs> it's actually a fairly tame tailwheel. Yeah. Uh, so is the. CGS Hawk Ultra. Now that's the other one I wanted to ask you about. That's kind of an interesting looking airplane. It's sort of the latest iteration of... Uh, latest iteration of an airplane that's been around for 28 years yep, now. Yep, and, the, yes. and its very first appearance in 82, it's Sun and Fun, it won Best Ultralight. The, uh, it's the CGS Hawk, is that the CGS proper name? Hawk. And that's apparently called the Ultra? Yeah. yeah. It comes in a couple of different models, and the Ultra is their single-seater, and they just finished a, a series of revisions that let them add electric start to the engine, uh, an instrument panel, and brakes, and still only weighs 248 pounds. Now, what is there a different name than just fabric for this covering techno- technique? Because it's it's although it's fabric, it's not fabric that's then been you know tightened down and painted. It's, and it's not dope. It's not like stitz or something right. like that. It's called stabilized dacron. Uh-huh. And it can be sewn into the shape. It doesn't shrink. Uh, you can sew it into the envelope shape and then stretch it over the frame the way you need to. You see it on a lot of ultralights and, and hang gliders. Ultralights. And, well, hang gliders, that's, that, that's the covering yeah. on hang gliders. Yeah. Because hang gliders have to be folded up and set up, and you couldn't do dope and fabric on that without it all cracking every time you folded it up. Yeah, um, I should say by the way that this uh, the welcome folks. This is uh, the UCAP Daily One Nine or Eight Foxtrot, uh, and we're sitting down here. It's uh, Saturday evening, July twenty, July thirty first, uh, twenty ten, and we're sitting down here in the middle of the ultralight area uh, at AirVenture Oshkosh twenty ten. Um, and uh, unfortunately, we came down here hoping to watch the uh, ultralights and airplanes fly this afternoon, but uh, apparently this is their night for their big party. This is the ultralight party night over in the Nature Center, and the folks have been working hard all week and flying hard all week and this is their night to kick back uh it will get noisier here uh it's what about seven o'clock right now yep and uh, it's going to get a lot noisier here uh towards sunset because tonight is the night of the uh night fireworks aerobatics show 
and Oshkosh. That's going to be pretty cool. But before we talk about that, let's talk a little bit more about ultralights. Uh, you know, this is my first time down here this week, except I came down before everything got set up. Um, it feels like there's more energy down here this year than in the last couple of years. No kidding. There's about three times as many exhibits yeah. here as last year. There's a lot more aircraft here flying. Uh, we had a story in AirVenture today, earlier this week, uh, talking about how much more uh, activity there was here, uh, how much more interest there is now in ultralights. It's enjoying a resurgence. Yeah. Yeah. This place was pretty dead last year. Yeah, for the past couple of years it's been fairly dead. But uh, And again, they're not flying tonight, but they're just looking at the number of airplanes and the number of exhibits, and, and you know, it's just, this is kind of satisfying. It's nice. They've been flying pretty steadily and pretty heavily down here all week long. We've, yeah. we've been able to see them from various locations north of here, and uh, it, it's not been dull. Yeah. Now, looking around here, um, there are a lot of LSAs here. This, you know, they're not all ultralights. Um, so I don't know if that's different. You know, that, uh... Well, there's there's some kinship there. Some of the uh, LSAs grew out of ultralights. Right. Uh, and some of the uh, LSA and ultralight exhibitors kind of left the farm, as this area is called, behind when LSA hit and tried showing their wares up in the more heavily trafficked commercial area, only to find out that something was holding back people's interest. They wanted to see him fly, and this is where they were able to set up, exhibit, and push him out and fly. So there's been a migration back from those areas. Um, another interesting airplane, I saw this one behind us here, the one that's uh, red and yellow, the yellow frame and the red uh, skin. Um, that's kind of a interesting design. It's kind of oh, wider. Is that a T-bird? Yeah. It's got a glass panel in it. Of sorts. <laughs> of sorts. Well, I don't know exactly what it's displaying, but uh, it does have a great big piece of glass in the middle of the panel, and uh, you know. Uh, and that, look, if, that looks like a two-seater, so that would not be a legal ultralight, but it could be a legal LSA, yeah. or it could be experimental amateur built. Uh, it does seem to have an N number on it. So, oh um, yeah. Okay. What else are we seeing around here that's interesting? The, uh, well, pretty oh, much everything. Fiera helicopter. That's we got true. some trikes here. Uh, this one over here, David. I can't. Where is it here? Uh, Jeff, we saw it the other night. It's a auto gyro, but the frame is very narrow. Yes, all right. Um, yes. It's just kind of like it's designed such that when you're sitting in it, you don't see any of the structure except for this one. Right. Um, it's almost, um, it's almost of, a hoop. Yeah. Half a hoop. And as a result, you're sitting there with no view of the aircraft. You're just seeing, you know. The sky around you—that seems kind of like wow. Does this ring a bell? You don't know what we're talking about. Uh, I'd have to look at it yeah. to, to be positive on what I was identifying. But uh, I, we saw it over in the main uh, dis, uh, display area, I believe. Yeah. I think it's maybe over I the next row there. Maybe, maybe it's over here. So we, we've, we've had quite a number of designs in this category over the years, where the position of the seat put the wing and the power plant and almost all the structure behind you. So you only had maybe a little bit of a, a, a place to put the rudder pedals in front of you and virtually unrestricted yeah. view. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the beauties of this end of the business is you have so much design latitude. Yeah. Well, all right. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna hang out here. It, it, it's, there's a lot more people hanging out in the field tonight, obviously, because they're waiting for the, the night air show and the fireworks. Um, that's kind of nice to see all these people here hanging out, checking out the airplanes and. Uh, um, 
Air Venture 2010 is kind of winding down here. Um, this well, is it doesn't the, look like it's winding down right now. Yeah, well, but, but tomorrow, tomorrow is the last, last day. The last yeah. day. Um, and uh, tomorrow morning we're going to do a full-blown episode uh, 201. But uh, uh, we can talk a little bit more then about stuff. Stop uh, that. <laughs> Jeb and Dave are having a magic moment here. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Well. Anyways, so uh, I guess on that note, we'll kind of wrap this thing up. <laughs> it has been a very long day. It's been a busy week. Yeah. Uh, Hope you all will understand, but we, we need to find an adult beverage shortly. So That's right. So uh, uh, this has been uh, UCAP Daily 198 Foxtrot, uh, and uh, we're going to uh, go off and find ourselves an adult beverage. We'll be back in the morning with uh, full-blown episode 201, and uh, chances are we'll be back with one more daily before we're done here. But uh, uh, I'm going to beat him. The boys are both looking at me going, really? Monday morning? When, I mean, when are we going to do another daily? Probably Monday morning. Okay. At the, at, the IHOP. Over breakfast. at the IHOP. That's exactly Monday. right. That's exactly right. All right, again Monday for another mini-sode. Another gripping episode. <laughs>